All right, I just got done watching the special presentation from uh, a committee that was put together under the Global Methodist leadership. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, just to kind of set the stage, we didn't really know what was going on uh, when we were invited to this. We kind of knew like some broad details. We knew it had something to do with the convening general conference, but um, I, I got the invite a couple days ago, and um, I, I was kind of surprised, pleasantly surprised with uh, what followed. Um, there are a lot of faces and names, some that I've interviewed on on uh, this channel that are uh, a part of this uh, initial announce that is going to make a big splash, I think, in the world of Methodism. So I, I didn't get it turned on. We're going to get right into it. I didn't get the record function turned on until we were like 15 seconds into it. So sorry, we have a weird transition, but uh, they, they get into it pretty quick. This isn't very long, so enjoy. Um, but uh, we felt it important to, um, as much as we could in face-to-face -face from around the globe, uh, share a great word of celebration together. And so we're so grateful uh, that you've joined with us, and I'm certain there will be more coming online here as we go. Um, just a reminder, the call's being recorded uh, so that there are a few who weren't able to join us who might like to review the words that get spoken here uh, this evening. Uh, so grateful um, to Beth Ann Cook, who is uh, the chair of uh, the Commission on the Convening General Conference of the Global Methodist Church and uh, the grace with which she leads uh, a wonderful team. Uh, I'd like to call on uh, our connectional officer, um, Reverend Keith Boyette, uh, to open us in prayer. We're hoping that his uh, Wi-Fi bandwidth is sufficient for us uh, to hear more than every other word that he prays, but certainly the power of his prayers are such that even if we only got every third uh, we know it would be a blessing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Um, we've had a great week uh, with the President's Pro Tem and the um, Transitional Leadership Council in meetings here in Georgia. Part of them have been at a very rural retreat center where we have very spotty cell phone service and very inconsistent internet connectivity. But let's go to the Lord. Gracious Lord, we praise your holy name. You have pursued us with an everlasting love. Your purposes are for our life and for flourishing. We thank you for the gift of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, for uh, his sacrifice on our behalf and for uh, the movement that he initiated, that we are walking in the church that he is building all around the world. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for the way you are ever-present to us, empowering us, anointing us for ministry and service. In these days, as we have journeyed through the initial vision uh, to launch the Global Methodist Church and all of our preparations, we have felt your constant hand upon us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We give you thanks for the many gifts that you have poured out upon your church you have raised up people who have given sacrificially of their time and their talents and their experience. You have opened doors where they seem to be closed. You have made a way where there seemed to be no way. And so we praise you for we sense the movement of your Holy Spirit in our midst. We have seen you accomplish things in our lives in such a short time. 
and you have helped us when we've had to wait and be patient. You've given us knowledge where we lacked knowledge and wisdom. You've helped us develop understanding and discernment in the midst of this time. I want to thank you for my sisters and brothers who have gathered on this call from all around the world because of their great love for you, Jesus, for their great love for your church, for their hopes and dreams for what you are doing amongst us. We ask that, Holy Spirit, you would be a very much a part of this time where we're together. Help us, Lord, to not only hear and understand, but capture the vision and the dream that will be shared here tonight. And then, Lord, we just entrust all that we will do in the coming days to your sovereignty, your provision, your protection, and your empowerment. And in all of this, we want it to redound to your glory so that the whole earth will come to know the name of Jesus and that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is our Lord of Lords, King of Kings. That's our deepest desire. So now rest upon us as we continue our time together and we bless you. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 My name, for those of you who may not know me, is Beth Ann Cook, and I have the joy of leading the Transitional Commission on the Convening General Conference. That's a mouthful, isn't it? And I was asked back in April to do this, and since then, our commission has been meeting about twice a month, sometimes a little more than that, in order to prepare for the general conference and to uh, really dream about what God would have us do. We are blessed with a talented, wonderful team, and we have people that are involved from nine countries, and we have are adding someone from an additional country, so it'll be 10 countries, and we have over 20 members on that team. The commission members have gifts and graces in different areas, and we, in addition to the commission members, have pulled in people who are from many different areas of the church who bring expertise in things like logistics, communications, all of the areas that you need to plan a general conference, things like credentialing, um, scheduling the agenda, the legislative process, and of course, perhaps most important, worship and prayer. And the commission members have been working and praying and hoping for this announcement uh, time period and for our general conference for quite a while. When I was first asked to head this team, I was both humbled and, and very seriously intimidated. I've served on the United Methodist Commission that puts general conference on, and I was there for eight years. And so I had a chance to know how difficult it is and how challenging the work can be. And I was fully aware that they get eight years in advance to plan a general conference and a budget of over $10 million and at least four full-time employees plus some part-time employees. And so I was a bit nervous, but we are committed to God doing a new thing in the Global Methodist Church to new wineskins for our new wine. And so we're not looking back, we're looking forward. And we are excited because we believe in a God that is able to do more than we can ask or think or imagine. Amen. We have spent a lot of time talking about our values as the Global Methodist Church. 
we have talked about what it would look like to re-envision a general conference. We've asked, how can the convening conference be established in a way that creates a culture that is consistent with who we are from the beginning? We've looked for ways for non-USA delegates to fully participate and been aware that that's been a problem in the past in the UMC. Mm -hmm. We've also met with and listened to the Transitional Leadership Council, the President's pro tem, and many other spiritual leaders in our church. Things in a movement happen slowly, slowly, and then suddenly it seems like quickly. And it has seemed to take a long time from the perspective of uh, people looking for when we're gonna make this announcement. And I have friends who text me often and say, do you have an announcement yet? But for our perspective, it has seemed very fast because we've had so much to do on our end. We don't have all of the details ironed out. We are still doing a lot of work behind the scenes and have many things that we are going to be doing. But we are near enough to say we're getting ready to make an announcement and that announcement should be coming out very soon. We wanted you to hear from us first. And we wanted you to celebrate with us first because we are excited at what God is doing. And so before the press release goes public and gets sent out, we wanted a chance to tell you a little bit about what God is doing with the commission and with the general conference for the Global Methodist Church, our first ever convening conference. And so Ryan, would you share? Yeah, so before the announcement just goes out publicly to everyone in the world, uh, we, we felt like there were at least some people that we wanted to be sure got to hear first. Uh, and so some are here on this call because they're leaders in the Global Methodist Church. Uh, some are here because uh, truthfully they have significant capacity to help us take a vision for General Conference and make it a reality through their generosity. And the others are on this call because they are uh, important and wonderful ministry partners to the Global Methodist Church. Now, I am certain, like 100% certain, there are some people who are not on this call uh, that should have been. But as Beth Ann just mentioned, sometimes things happen very quickly and we simply scramble to do our best. I do, however, want to recognize just a few people that are on this call and a few people who are not. Friends, this historic moment in our movement didn't just happen. It didn't just come to pass in the few months that the Commission has been working or that the Global Methodist Church has been in existence. In truth, this moment is the work of many lifetimes. And I want to ask us to take a moment uh, to thank God for the saints who have labored over lifetimes for this moment. I'm just going to name a few to get your mind stirring. Pat Miller, Chuck Kaiser, Maxie Dunham, Jim Heidegger, Ed Robb, Ewing Werlein, Bill Henson, Rob Renfro, Ira Galloway, John Ed Matheson, Keith Boyette, Carolyn Moore, Jeff Greenway, Jimmy Buskirk, Mike Lowry, Eddie Fox, Riley Case, 
Billy Abraham, so many more that we could never name them all. But maybe you and I could take just a moment in the quiet and name them before the Lord. Lord, we thank you for these saints, some who continue in their labors and some who have received their reward. We are all recipients of their great grace, their fortitude and perseverance, and their willingness to contend for the faith once delivered. And for each of them, O oh Lord, we give you thanks. Amen. And now, uh, it is my great pleasure, uh, if I might, uh, to call on um, Bishop Palomo, uh, the Bishop of the Methodist Church of Costa Rica, who will say a few words of greeting and then uh, will speak further, and uh, Ray Zirkel will offer translation for us as that takes place. Uh, Bishop Palomo, if you would unmute your microphone, and the floor is yours, sir. Un placer. Um, praise God for this special time when we are together here in this, in this special moment. Greetings to the commission. And I am deeply grateful for to God for this special opportunity and relationship. Para nuestra Iglesia Evangélica Metodista de Costa Rica. For our Evangelical Methodist Church of Costa Rica. <clears throat> es un privilegio estar compartiendo en este momento. It's a great privilege for us to be sharing with you right now. Y estar escuchando todo el proceso de bendición. And to be hearing about the whole process of blessing. Que nuestra Iglesia... Metodista our, a nivel mundial in our, experimentando. Uh, our Methodist uh, Church Worldwide. Y gracias a Dios por esta, este tiempo especial de convocatoria. And we give thanks for this la, very special time to be together. Y la convocatoria para la conferencia general. And to be in the midst of this planning for the convening conference. The Global Methodist Church. Of the Global Methodist Church. Nosotros estamos muy contentos. We are very happy. Cuando podemos entender del proceso en el cual está envolviéndose todo este proceso. When we can take a step back and just look at how the whole process has developed. Y dando gracias a Dios. And we give thanks to God. Por la gran oportunidad. For the great opportunity. Eh, de poder llegar a tener esta primera convocatoria de la conferencia general to be able to have this convening conference the very first aquí en Costa Rica here in Costa Rica la iglesia evangélica metodista de Costa Rica the evangelical Methodist Church of Costa Rica eh, estará con los brazos abiertos para recibirles we are here with our arms wide open to receive you y poder participar and to be able to participate juntos en todo este rol de misión mundial 
to participate together in this uh, worldwide yeah, mission. Costa Rica. Y poder realmente fortalecer la evangelización. And to be able to strengthen uh, the evangelism. El discipulado. And discipleship. Y de esa manera levantar más y más el ministerio that, de, la, de las iglesias locales. And in that way we can raise up and strengthen the ministry of the local church. Yo sé que el testimonio está en nuestras manos. I know that our testimony is in our hands. En el poder del Padre, del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo. In the power of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Y estamos listos para ofrecer todo nuestro apoyo. And we're here ready to offer all of our support and help. Realmente es un honor. It is truly oh, an honor for us. Poder compartir este momento histórico. To share this historic moment together with you. Para toda la tarea que tenemos por delante juntos. Um, to travel together and fulfill the task that is before each of us. Así que nuestra acción de gracia delante de Jesucristo como Señor de la vida. And so we give great thanksgiving uh, before our Lord who is the Lord of life. Para marchar juntos en este momento tan significativo. And we're ready to walk together in this in such a significant time as this. Yo sé que en el poder del Espíritu de Dios. I know that in the power of the Spirit of God. Y en el poder del amor de Cristo. And in the power of the love of Christ. Y también bajo el amor de Dios el Padre. And underneath and below the power and love of God Nosotros podemos hacer esa obra de poder. We can work together in this work of nations. Uh, among all the nations. Estamos orando. We're praying. Creyendo, and we're believing. Y estamos con gratitud delante de Dios. And we're just uh, with hearts full smart. of gratitude before God. Amen. Amen. Muchas Amen. gracias. Thank, Thank you very much. Oh, Rob's so happy. Amen, Bishop. I have tears. I'm so overflowing with the Holy Spirit and with joy right now. Oh, Beth, you're not surprised. You knew this was coming. Gracias a Dios. Yes, Well, um, indeed, thank you, Bishop. Uh, we are so grateful that you offered an invitation to the Global Methodist Church for us to experience your incredible hospitality. Um, and I know that the opportunity to have our convening general conference in an international setting outside the bounds of the geographic bounds of the United States was a strongly desired outcome for so many. Mm -hmm. um, and yet not an easy task. And we could not have undertaken it or even considered it if it was not for the powerful leadership uh, that you and your team have in Costa Rica and your willingness to offer uh, your hospitality and support to us. Mm -hmm. uh, we thank you. We thank you. Um, we The official uh, dates for the Convening General Conference will be September 20 through 26 of 2024 in San Jose, Costa Rica. 
There will, of course, be some pre-conference meetings and some post-conference opportunities as well that will attend that. But September 20th to the 26th of 2024 Mm. in San Jose, Costa Rica. Friends, as Bethann mentioned to you, um, this has been a, a, a long parade about hope and dream. Um, to, to have our convening general conference outside the bounds of the United States is not an easy task. It adds a layer of complexity to the planning and execution of the conference, and it also adds uh, some significant expense. However, uh, the commission ultimately recommended and the TLC ultimately decided uh, to host this in Costa Rica for many reasons, but two in particular, I think, rose to the top. Number one, we wanted to assert from the very beginning the value, value, that the value of connectedness across national lines, that we are truly a global movement. Right. And number two, uh, finding a location that lowers the barrier of participation for our international sisters and brothers was very important. In truth, uh, getting visas to the United States for citizens of many African nations is getting increasingly difficult, if not almost impossible. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to be in a place that would lower barriers of participation and increase the global nature of our decision-making as a church. Smart. Amen. Before we pray to close out our time together, I do want to ask each of you to consider and to pray about how you might partner with us in making this general conference a total success. We have not had years to plan and do not have denominational budgets and reserve accounts to pay for this gathering. No one wanted to delay a convening conference until we could afford to have it. Mm. Instead, we decided to move in faith that God would provide all the provision we need if we indeed are faithful to the call he has put on us to build a faithful church with his son at the very center. Mm. As the finance chair for the convening general conference, part of my responsibility will be to help raise the funds that we will need to pay for the conference. We intend to have conferences, annual conferences, and individual delegates help pay their own way to general conference. We would anticipate them paying their own travel costs, including their hotel stay. However, that still leaves us uh, the considerable responsibility of raising funds to pay for the programming, printing, translation services, technology, and convention center costs, and more. We also intend to raise significant funds to help provide scholarships for travel for those coming from areas of the world that may need additional assistance in paying for their transportation, hotel stays. Though we're still estimating cost and assembling a budget, it is likely that we may need to re- raise around $2 million to help fund the convening general conference. Yeah, that sounds right. In the future, I want you to hear, we anticipate being able to begin to budget and plan for the ongoing General Conference of the Global Methodist Church. But for this initial one, and perhaps the next, uh, we will need to find extra ways to all pitch in with some second-mile giving uh, to make them happen. I want you to know that even as of this moment, if you wanted to make a gift towards this convening General Conference, if you want to show gratitude to the Lord, 
uh, for this moment that we're in and the opportunity to be a part of it. You can actually do that today on the Global Methodist Church website on the giving page with a special designated gift that can be identified there towards the convening general conference. I hope that everyone on this call uh, and everyone who listens to it after the fact might join with me in just popping over to the website and making a gift, however large or small you might feel so led, as a show and sign of your support uh, for the decision to place this general conference uh, with our ministry partners in Costa Rica. Some of you on this call or listening later may have the ability and feel called uh, to make a much more substantial gift. If that's the case, I would love to be able to have the chance to talk with you personally and would welcome that opportunity to share what the expenses look like and how it is that we might best uh, utilize those gifts to make the largest impact. Still others of you may have opportunity and desire uh, to consider corporate sponsorships from your businesses and companies for this general conference. And if that's the case, I also would, would enjoy the opportunity to sit down and, and have a one-on-one -on -one personal conversation with you about what might be a good fit for the conference and for the calling you are sensing from the Lord um, to help to do that. Yeah. Friends, we have a big task ahead, and yet we know that our God is on the move. Uh, that he continues to do uh, abundantly more than we can ask or imagine, and that as this church continues to move in faithful, prayerful ways, God continues to bless us beyond our wildest dreams and imagining. Yeah. I'm grateful uh, to have had the opportunity to address you in this way, uh, to share this information with you. I do want to ask that you hold this information uh, to yourself, to not post on it publicly until you see an official release come out from the Global Methodist Church, which will happen just as soon as the final uh, dotting of I's and crossing of T's take place on a few outstanding contracts that we're working on. But we wanted you to have this information because we know how you have labored and worked and served and how committed you will be uh, to making this a total success. Bethann, if I could call on you to uh, wrap us up and to close us out. That would be my privilege, Ryan. I am so full of gratitude to God. I spent eight years uh, banging my head against a wall in so many ways on the UMC Commission. And I dreamed of an international general conference. I dreamed of a general conference with these values. And now I see it happening before me, and it is answered prayer. We may not all have the ability to write the big checks, uh, but we all have an ability to give something. I know I'm going to be going over to that website link and making a contribution for me. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to get to do that, that God has given me that opportunity. As we wrap up, I want to let you know there will be more information coming in the future. And uh, we will have details about the conference. Please be in prayer for the task teams that are working on those and for uh, God to move and give us clear discernment. And we are grateful for your prayers. Mm. Also, as I uh, prepare to leave, I want to encourage you to uh, just be excited about what God is doing in our midst. We are truly a global church. Thanks be to God for that. Will you pray with me? 
Lord Jesus, we are grateful that your word says that you have saved a people from every tribe and nation and tongue. Panta ta ethne. We are grateful that you call us yours. We offer ourselves and this upcoming event to you and we ask that you would be glorified. And we thank you for the steps that we have made on this journey thus far. We know that you will truly take us to where you are leading us. Mm. You are our good shepherd. Yes. It is in your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for being with us. And good night. 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 Let's see if they cut us good off. Good night. Good night. Great work, Beth Ann and Ryan. Good night. Yes. Everybody. Good night. Um, good night. Thanks. Thanks be to God and good night, all. Good night. Blessing. Blessings on you. Thank you all for your work. This was Thank fun. You. Thanks for the invite. God bless. Thank you, Thank you very much. Bye bye. God bless all of you. Good morning to you in the Philippines and good afternoon to some of you elsewhere. Bye. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Bye. God bless you. Bye. God bless. Thank. Yep, they cut us off. All right. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> I uh, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I, well, I guess I kind of expected something like that. Let's go over to the. Uh, I think it's globalmethodist.org. I guess I haven't gone to it on this browser. Let's see if I can't find the giving. Yeah, give. All right. So that was uh, the official announcement for the special people like me, I, I think these sorts of things are sort of interesting. But, you know, you have to build momentum somehow. Ryan Barnett's a very smart guy. Um, he's uh, He and Bethane Cook uh, were two members of, I don't know how big this committee was, but they were the primary speakers tonight along with the bishop who's going to be hosting us in Costa Rica next year for our convening conference. I saw several other big names in Methodism. I saw Rob Renfro and John Lomparis. Maxie Dunham, Ryan Danker, uh, Keith Boyette, um, Bishop Jones and his lovely wife that I got to interview. Uh, there were a lot of, I, I, man, I, at this point I feel kind of like I, I, I know some people. I knew maybe a third of the people on there, including one other person from Oklahoma, Holly, who's a lovely person. Um, yeah, what's, what's to be said about this? I'm not going to release this until, of course, the, the announcement is made, uh, as was as asked. They're going to control this information. But, you know, I mean, my immediate response is uh, this was kind of like an of course decision. But, man, I would have just been so turned off if they had said we were going to have our first convening conference and anywhere in the contiguous United States um, it, when we clearly are trying to answer some just systemic problems uh, that we left in the United Methodist Church, it would be just uh, damnable 
if we did not host our convening conference outside of the United States. I think this makes a huge statement. Puts our money where our mouth is. It's it's inconvenient. It's um, I, I'm excited. I'm I'm trying to think. I hate leaving home. I do not like traveling. But I would really like to go to Costa Rica, and uh, heck, maybe I could get a press pass and go uh, give coverage. Um, man, that would be so logistically challenging. But man, me and TJ could get on a plane and go to Costa Rica. That would be so fun. I've never I've never been to Costa Rica. I've never thought for more than a couple seconds about going to Costa Rica, but that sounds really cool. Um, what else is there <laughs> to say? Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the exuberance and optimism and, um, yeah, I, 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 ever since high school, I remember to be cool, you couldn't get too excited about stuff. And so, you know, I, I've always been kind of an excitable person in some ways. And then in other ways, you know, the proof is in the pudding, you know, I'll just wait and see, but it, it sure is, um, it's quite a thing to see so many adults who have, um, been around a while be excited about something, you know, um, and of course we've got to get somewhat excited about this. You, you got to get some momentum going and, you know, if you start off with a base level of trust, like someone who's in the United Methodist Church where it's just all been trashed, you know, then how far can we get together? There has to be some optimism. There has to be some grace on the front end where, you know, we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants and we can't do everything perfectly. I say we like I'm in leadership. Um, I, I, I appreciate the optimism and I kind of poked it at Beth Ann whenever she said she had tears and I said, oh, you know what? You knew this was going to happen, but it's still one thing to know something's going to happen and it's another thing just to reach different levels of that, that something being realized. And so, um, oh, I'm not going to cast aspersions at Beth Ann or anybody else who is uh, optimistic and excited and hopeful. What, what, what I'm really eager to see, so I didn't know this, um, there are all kinds of Methodist denominations outside of the West. Like even in, say, just like Nigeria, there's over than a, uh, more than a dozen Methodist denominations outside of the United Methodist Church um, around the world, there's got to be hundreds, if not thousands. I'm wondering, as the global Methodist Church with great momentum signals that they're going to be truly global, I'm wondering how many other denominations from around the world are watching. And then I'm, I mean, it's a huge logistical challenge to imagine having a not US centric denomination that is truly global. I mean, the, there are not many denominations that have served in such a capacity. I mean, the Roman Catholic and Eastern Orthodox churches are their own thing, but I mean, their their polity is so different than Methodists. I just wonder what the capacity is for growth internationally. Um, that's something worth getting excited about. The other exciting thing is the level of accountability you know, as, as Reverend Barnett is making an appeal for finances and people taking personal responsibility for different things in the church, you know, they're, they're, they're intentionally, the structure of the global Methodist church is such that they're on a shoestring budget. They can't have this bureaucratic bloat that was seen in the United Methodist Church. I mean, this is a foundational commitment that they have made from the very beginning. So that means if we're going to have nice things, then it's going to be paid for 
either by <laughs> rich patrons who take the denomination under their wing or grassroots support by people who do what I just did and get on the website and give 25, 50 bucks. Um, I, I saw in the comments, Bishop Jones said he and his wife, Mary Lou, were uh, instantly going to make a, uh, a donation as well. So I, I would bet they've already made 10K. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much money everybody on the call has, um, but uh, I, I would imagine that there's going to be a lot of excitement from people who have a little bit of money to give uh, to make something like this happen. So they're, they're, they're hopefully even going to be giving scholarships to international delegates who would otherwise be unable to come. And then, you know, God help them, they better have a good tech setup for this because you know we need we need stuff to be in the light and in the open. Um, you know, I, another thing I'm wondering as they come together is just how much legislation is going to be presented, uh, allowed to be on the floor. Uh, what we're seeing in these convening uh, annual conferences, provisional conferences, is that they're not really entertaining much legislation at all. They're spending all of their time and in worship and and workshops and and uh, I wonder, I, I just wonder what the general conference is going to look like. I I think we're all of one mind. It cannot turn into what the United Methodist Church had with all this politicking and stuff going on in these meetings where they don't take minutes and they have core groups that that don't report to anybody and and all this stuff. We can't have that. Everything's got to be out in the open. Um, you know, which which might mean that there can't be much, which might be of benefit. But also, yeah, I just wonder, I wonder what the balance is there between creating structure out in the open versus just making decisions um, in in places in other places. Um, a lot of this stuff is going to get figured out over the next year as they plan out the particulars of the convening conference, as the different personalities that have formed the GMC hand off duties and responsibilities to other people. Um, so there's a lot to watch and, and wonder about. I'm not particularly worried at this point. It, it, it seems to me that the GMC is still in a formation period, and it's going to be for some time. So the, the main struggle right now is just to figure out who the good actors are who want to see the benefit of the whole group, and then who the opportunists are who are um, trying to make a buck or, or get influence or... Uh, do something else in this time. So, of course, it's going to be very easy to paint me with that brush because I am hoping to do my part to shine a light in a place that would otherwise be dark so that um, we don't reproduce the mistakes of the past and so that the people who are put in positions of authority are able to earn and maintain the trust that global Methodists give them. So, um, that's that's my intention as we go forward. We'll see if I'm able to give good coverage to the convening general conference. Maybe I'm going to have to stay here, in which case, you know, the internet's a thing and I can get good information from afar, but we'll just see. Um, you know, the, the, I would be uh, bad if I did not um, tie this ministry, the plain spoken ministry, into what Reverend Barnett uh, is doing, which is to say, you know, if this is something that you feel strongly about continuing into the future, you might consider uh, giving. You can find me on Locals and uh, go to that page and and uh, make regular donations or a one-time donation. You can also go to my church's page, org, 
And um, we have an online giving option there where you can give it to Plain Spoken. So consider doing that. Um, the more infrastructure that we create for this, the more good information we can share. And uh, maybe we can do more stuff like this. So thanks for spending some time with me. Uh, pray for the Global Methodist Church. Even be excited for them. And uh, keep watching. Let's see what, what everybody does.